my homer pick coming out of the south uh, they just won a nail body today is your very own Loyola Illinois Ramblers let's get rambling I might have to go with Villanova man I think that offense is just really high octane high power so uh, I'm, I'm gonna stick with them boys you can Welcome back again to the Stayos Podcast. As you know, I'm Chris. So my main man, Jordan. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back, everybody. It took a week off, but uh, we back. We back for sure, man. Uh, in our week off, though, uh, we missed a couple opportunities. We're going to jump right back in, though. Let's, talk, uh, let's recap March Madness. College basketball has a new champion. Wildcats out of Philadelphia. Good year for Philadelphia so far. And uh, Villanova is the latest uh, to be crowned champion out of the city of brotherly love. Uh, what's your thoughts on, uh, on the NCAA tournament, man? Man, the madness went crazy. I, I actually uh, enjoyed this uh, this NCAA tournament uh, for a number of reasons. One being I had no idea that my dark horse pick, Loyola Ramblers, uh, we gonna keep on rambling, even though they lost. Uh, we get all the way out of the South. I, I I didn't think that would happen. I was just, if we recall back when uh, we were making our picks, you know, I kind of said my bias pick would be, you know, the loyal the Ramblers. I didn't give them a fighting chance, and yet every week, every game rather, they just kept bringing it and bringing it and bringing it. Whether it be a a last second shot at the buzzer or just really, really good team, you know, effort. Uh, them, them boys can play. They're not just tryhards anymore, man. They actually got a, a good team, a, a, a justifiable team that should be in the tournament, in my honest opinion, for years to come. So I was really happy about that. Uh, big ups to Villanova for just kind of killing everybody on the offense, man. They 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 know what they're doing over there. Jay Wright is, is a – is definitely a uh, Hall of Fame college coach, I think, in my opinion. Two wins in the last three years, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was I was definitely uh, pleased with all the results. I can't I can't say that I was disappointed. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, you had a, a combination. I, th- I think it was hard to not enjoy what happened this year with the uh, NC two A tournament. Because you had a combination of, of the, the little guy, the, the David, coming out of a bracket doing big things, along with the Goliaths doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, you had right there at the end, you had Michigan, you had Kansas, and you had Villanova there. And uh, they did what they were supposed to do. And Villanova, the odds-on favorite for the most part, I wasn't really buying the Virginia being the best team in this country. Villanova was your odds-on favorite. And they came out and they did what they do every single game, put up a ton of points, and outscored the other team. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they, they did their thing. They could not be matched on the offensive end, man. You light it up like that, you got to keep coming at them. And if you, for a second you you lay off, it's, it's kind of over. Once Michigan kind of came, got down, it was uh, it was in the bag, man. And Michigan got a nice team. I underestimated Michigan, man. Uh a big man, uh, Morge Wagner. I know it's Wagner, 
uh, however you pronounce it, for real. But uh, he he's got some game. He's got some game, and uh, he might be a nice little draft pick. Yeah, you might be able to do something on the next level. Uh, one thing I appreciated about the Cinderella Loyola Ramblers out of, out of Chicago was they always seemed like they were prepared, even more prepared than the team that was across from them. And that's that's big ups to head coach Porter Moser over there on the uh, North Shore up there. Yes, getting sir. Those, getting those young men prepared to play against any team, any opposition that they came up against. And how long is it going to be before that man is uh, coaching a team uh, in a slightly more powerful conference? Hey, 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 watch it, watch it. Don't let him go just yet, man. He's got to build a dynasty there. They just getting the way, started. That's the way the game goes, man. I mean, you know, that's that's the way the game goes. A lot of your, your coaches now uh, – they take a, a, a small conference team like this, or you bring somebody out of nowhere like Loyola did, and then, you know, they they, they are a house of fire. People see that, and they want to bring them to the next level, to that next level of conference. Yeah, I, I, I can see it happening. I, I just hope that uh, Loyola goes into their purse a little bit deeper. Sister Jean going to have to uh, give up that wheelchair for some money or something, man. She's going to have to auction that wheelchair or something. Uh, glasses, I don't know. He he's got to stay. Give him a little money. Let him get a a taste of uh what a seven figure life looks like. See what it tastes like, and uh let him stay. Cause they got a good thing coming. They got a lot of people coming back. I heard that they actually have some guy that supposed to be related to Lou Dang that I guess is supposed to be really nice. I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to bring to the team, and uh they could actually build off of the momentum they had. Uh, this year, so got to got to keep it at home base. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, they can keep it going. I hear they uh, even with the university are doing some things uh, in the athletic department, trying to upgrade some of the facilities. So you know, you're already seeing an immediate impact of one, then moving to a slightly better conference, and two, making this run like they did uh, definitely put them on the map. Uh, so you, you're going to see some moves, and if, and if Porter Moser stays there. You know, he could carve something out for himself. Pull a Mark Few maybe where, uh, you know, when Gonzaga first started exploding, a lot of people were going after Mark Few. And he said, I'm cool right here. So, you know, he, he may go that route and uh, make Loyola uh, somewhat of a, a consistent power, even if it is a, a consistent conference power. Yeah. I mean, if, if it was me and I'm the coach and I build up something because it – from what I heard, Porter Moser had a lot of bad years, you know, before this kind of got to where it is or where it were, uh, got to this year. Mm-hmm. If I'm that coach, I don't want to leave something that I actually made successful finally. Like, I'm not about to say, okay, I made it all the way to the Final Four. Nobody expects us to even probably get out of the, the second round. You know, some people called, you know, us winning the first round. But to, for, for us to get into the Final Four, in all of college basketball, uh, that that that's saying something to me. That would boost my ego to say, you know what, I'm a I'm a I'm a do even better. I'm not going to leave. For me, that's a cop out. That's saying like, oh, okay, I got my name recognized. Now it's time to go to go to go to greener pastures. No, I'm gonna stay here. I love Chicago. This is where I'm from. You know, you you got everything you need right here. 
and the the question would then become can he because a lot of these a lot of these coaches uh they own the town they're in and by him being in a, in a big city like chicago uh, a state like illinois where it's, it's not necessarily a basketball power but chicago is known as a, as a basketball town and there's a lot of little hoops you got to jump through to get some of these guys to stay here uh a lot of these AAU coaches and high school coaches who wield a lot of power in the city. So if he can, if he can kind of carve out a niche for himself to to where he's kind of the king of the city, so to speak, on a college level, you know, he might be able to do something. Um, but you know, most of these other college coaches, they go to a town, and you know, you know, they're the king of that town. You know, you you go to, you know down there where Duke is, you go down there and, you know, Coach K is the king of that town. Yeah. Know? So, so you know, you, you go where some of these long tenure coaches, you know, they, they run things. You got to go through them. So I don't know if, if Moser can hold Chicago down like that, but if he can make a dent in some of this talent in Chicago and the nearby areas, because he's got a couple guys from some nearby areas, if he can make a dent consistently, you know, he can do some big things going forward. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if if he does stay put, uh, he's just got to get Sister Jean out the way, man. She she getting all the all the airtime, man. Did Did you see how much uh, publicity and just media was following this woman? She ain't do nothing, and she got more 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 uh, publicity than everybody on that team, man. Got to get her out the way. Here's my thing with Sister Jean, and I'm a, I'm a. I'm going to talk about Villanova real quick, but let me say this about Sister <laughs> Like, you know, I get it. I get it. She's every, – everybody needs a story, and she's a good story. She's an older lady watching the basketball games, traveling with the team, you know, praying with the team, so to speak. But she was praying for them when they was losing too. I mean, you have to assume that at, at her uh, ripe age – that she's been around the Loyola program for quite some time. And Loyola has been bad for quite some time. So why is nobody counting the prayers that were taking place when they were losing 30 games a year? Hey, I don't know what to tell you with that one, man. I don't know what to tell you. Just the same. But as, as for Villanova, you know, <laughs> as for Villanova, it's – Villanova, I think, is an interesting case because when I look at that team and and even from the years before with Josh Hart, yeah. I don't see a lot of overwhelming NBA talent. Like no. I see some guys who could be some role players like Mikael Bridges. I don't see him being a, a fantastic NBA talent. I see he could be a, a rotation player for quite some time. I don't know how to feel about Brunson. Um, Hmm. Brunson kind of just like overpowers other guards, something he's clearly not going to be able to do on the next level. Um, yeah. You know, and and, and, I, and I'm wondering because they were very athletic, you know, very up tempo game. But um, yeah. uh, what's the kid's name? DiVincenzo. He had yeah he had a bananas game in that final, and was the MOP, and it even put him. If he wasn't on draft boards, to put him on draft boards, and the ones he was on, it pushed him up. 
Yeah, definitely. And I see him, you know, kind of carving a niche out for himself in the league as a rotational guy. I don't see him being a, a superstar, even though he, you know, he shows some superstar ability in that in that final game. I just don't see him being a real impact guy. So, you know, props to Jay Wright. He's not necessarily always getting the top guys, but he's getting guys that he can do something with. And when they get to the next level, can be consistent ball players. Yeah, I'm with you on that, uh, man. A lot of a lot of NBA uh, talent or products have have come from Villanova. Kyle Lowry, who I honestly thought wouldn't have gotten as good as he has uh, now, uh, came from there. Uh, who else, my man? He was okay for a while. I'm trying to think of his name. He was either with Kyle Lowry on the team. And he went to – he bounced around the league. I don't even know if he's still in the league. Randy Foy. Foy, my man. Yeah, Randy Foy. Like, Jay Wright just keeps on just perfecting his craft. I mean, it, it, he, he does it in a way where, yeah, you, you don't have the, the most outstanding talent, the one-and-done type talent, but – uh you piece it together as a team. Mikael Bridges comes off to me as somebody who could potentially uh, be a Kawhi type if he goes to the right team, which ultimately to me, you know, is is the biggest factor when you get to the next level because there are a lot of players who will never get the, the, the chance to shine like they possibly could because they're not on the right team. Kawhi Leonard, I think, in my humble opinion, would not be who he is now if he did not go to the Spurs. Um, and that's why I think if Mikhail went to the right team, he could he could make out a, a decent career. Maybe not on the level of, of Leonard, but he's a very good all-around player. He can shoot. He can post up. He's long enough. He plays defense. He's very well-rounded. And if he puts in the work, i.e. kind of like a Jimmy Butler, you know, uh, and makes himself into – a more than expected NBA uh, uh, player, man, I don't know. The sky's the limit, maybe. 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 Um, and you write about that. A lot of guys are, are work hard stars. Um, but Villanova never had that guy, you know, in, in recent years where, you know, they had the guy that really good college player, but they don't have the guy that, you know, they get to the NBA and it doesn't matter what team they're on. They're going to be who they're going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, you look at a, a Brunson. Uh, Brunson may – Brunson kind of puts me a little bit in the mind of what Quinn Cook is doing right now. Yeah. To where he, he'll he get into the league and he may have to get some refinement to his game and come back and he can do a little more. He's, he's probably better than Quinn Cook is entering into the league, but, you know, as, as far as the process of having to refine his game, that's why I see Brunson may have to uh, touch up some things and, and then is, is more able to, to be a contributor on an NBA level. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, again, I just think it's the, you got, you got to go to, you know, the, what team are you going to be on? What is the uh, the the 
the chemistry of that team, the 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 I can't think of the right word for it, but uh, the environment that the team presents, you know, do they have a a a, a, a track record of of being uh, a winning team, or are you culture is the word? That's what I'm looking for. What kind of culture are you entering into? Because I think about a lot of the the, the talent that uh, got drafted by the Kings, and that culture to me is one of the worst. It's like you know they just get a lot of good talent from the from from the college level. They don't do nothing with it, and they trade them off. And uh, they might they might do well somewhere else, but you know again, I think it's just all about going to the right spot, get the right fit going. And that culture's from ownership down with the Kings, man. Um, Vladi. Higher than that. But um <laughs> I just wanted to say his name. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Uh, we know what time it really is right now, man. Yeah, you know what time it is. Go ahead and say it. Baseball season. No, no, no. No. Not not baseball season. Cubby blue, baby. Cubby's season, okay? It's all about the Cubs. Let's just let's just get to the nitty-gritty. When you hear my predictions for how the season will end up, you will realize that it's not all about the Cubs. Oh, oh contraire, sir. Oh, contraire. So let's let's hop in. Let's hop in. Um, okay. Let's let's get some predictions going, and then we'll we'll analyze a couple things locally, and maybe uh, some some news notes league wide that uh, held your interest. So. Uh, who do you have coming out of the American League? Uh, who do I have coming out of the American League? Well, I'm going to have to go with the reigning champions, the Houston Astros or the New York Yankees. Uh, Houston pretty much got everybody back, and then you go out and get Garrett Cole. Yeah, you 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 want to smell that victory again. You're not done. So uh I think they're going to be a strong candidate to come out of the uh American League. The Yankees, of course, you know, they're all about that power. You just got the the the, the beast incarnate uh John Carlos Stanton on your team uh, along with Judge and Sanchez and those boys and uh what's my man's name? Uh I uh, can't think. Didi Gregorius uh, they, they got a lot of nice talent, man. So it, it's one of those two, I think. Okay. Uh, so are those your division winners as well? My division winners uh, from the AL? Let's see. I got the Yankees coming out of the AL East. AL Central? Hmm. Your, 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 your whitey socks are... Uh, they're at the top right now. <laughs> See how long that lasts. But I, I actually have to give it to them. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them to come out of the AL Central. If it's not them, it, it might be the Indians. If they don't start off bad, they're already under 500. And then, of course, out of the AL West, I got the Astros playing hot ball already off to a good start, winning five in a row, uh, sitting at six and one. So, uh, yeah, I, Astros, Sox, and Yankees. Who you got for your two wild cards? 
Two wild cards. Let's see. If the Yankees overcome the Red Sox in the AL East, I definitely think the Red Sox will be one. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to give your White Sox a go. I, I, I think if the White Sox don't end up in first place in the Central, I think they might be the, the dark horse second wild card. So there it is. Wow. Yes, I, I know, I know, whatever. So let's go NL for you, and then after you finish, I'll give you give mine. Uh, who are your division winners? Who you got coming out? Oh well, you know, in the NL East, I got the the Cubs. In the NL West, I got the Cubs. In the NL Central, I got the Cubs. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say Cubs all three times? <laughs> Woo, I'm sorry. Uh, <sighs> this is really <Yeah>. sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the NL Central Cubs, the NL West, I have, hmm, Dodgers are getting off to a bad start, but I think they might turn that ship around, possibly. They let got they, they had a few people that uh, left them. Of course, you Darvish came to Chicago. So it might be, it might be the Rockies or the Giants coming out of the NL West. In the NL East, I got the Nationals. I, I don't see anybody really keeping pace with them over the course of the season. Okay. Who are your wild cards? Okay, wild cards. Let's see. If the Nationals win the NL East and the Rockies win the West and the Cubs win the Central, I – Think I'm if if they stay healthy because I think Christian Yelich is already sitting out. As soon as they he came to the Brewers, he he had some sort of uh, injury just uh, a a while ago. But I think the Brewers will be one of them. And the other wild card team, I'm gonna go with the Rockies. If the Giants win the NL West, I'm gonna go with the Rockies. If the Rockies win the NL West, I'm gonna go with the Giants. So one of those two. Okay. And I'm guessing you have the Cubs coming out of the NL? No, no. I have. Of course I got the Cubs coming out of the NL. God, don't even ask. So we got Cubs, Astros in the World Series for you. Who you got? Uh, should I continue to say why are you asking me these questions? Go Cubs, go. We're going to fly the W once again in Chicago, okay? Then it's going to be a mass attendance at Grant Park again, probably bigger than the first time, okay? And then we're going to celebrate, you know? And that's that. that that's all I got, brother. Cubs all the way. Good for you. <laughs> I feel like you just treated me to like uh, some ice cream after I got good grades. You just patted me on my head, man. That's that's. I don't need your uh, your sarcasm, sir. So this is the way it goes down. The NL East, I have the Yankees coming out. Uh, I'm sorry, the AL East. I apologize. AL East, we got Yankees. AL Central, we have the Cleveland Indians, and I don't see anyone that's well I was gonna say I don't see anyone that's gonna be close but I'm gonna I'm gonna change that. I think the twins are gonna give them a run for their money. Wow. Um, okay. 
I see my White Sox in third place in the AL Central. All right. I don't think they're ready quite yet. I think they'll finish probably about uh, six to eight games below 500. Next year is the year. Yeah. Um, in the AL West, I see, like like yourself, the Astros. I really liked the story last year. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of who the Astros have playing. I like Altuve. I like uh, Correa. I like Garrett Cole going over there. So uh, they're locked and loaded, man, and ready to try to do this again. Hopefully they don't, you know, rest on their laurels. Yeah. Like a Chicago team did last year. So we'll get to the NL. All right. Bring it on. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, and, and also in the AL, my two wild cards are the uh, Boston Red Sox. And I'm going to throw a little curve here. I think the second wild card is going to be the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. Good pick. Yeah. yeah I think uh, that, that division is just so packed. And so loaded, man. It's it's it's, it's going to be hard to, hard to beat. Uh, the Twins will be there. I think the Mariners, the Mariners, and the Angels will be there. Um, it's going to come down to probably the last couple of days of the season. But uh, I think the Red Sox are going to run away with the first wild card, and then I think the Blue Jays are going to edge somebody out right at the end. Uh, the NL, I have um, in the NL West. The Dodgers are going to do it again. I don't. I don't see anybody close to them. Um, really, in the whole National League, uh, it's Kershaw is just even. Even even though Kershaw becomes pretty regular in the playoffs, his his regular season, his regular seasons are such where I don't. I don't see anybody touching them, especially in that division. Yeah. Uh, in the Central, I do have the Cubs, the NL Central. Uh, although I'm not a Cub fan, I'm probably the opposite of what a Cub fan is. Uh, I am a reasonable man and uh, a reasonable sports and baseball fan. Sure you are. The, <laughs> the National League East uh going to be Washington. Okay. Um, I will say this, and it's it's gonna it's, they're gonna come out of the out of the woodwork, come out of the blue, man. Look for the Mets to threaten at least for seventy five percent of this season. Mm-hmm. If if they don't suffer any injuries, especially to that pitching staff, uh, I think those those young guys, you know, you know, we saw a taste of it a few years ago. I think those young guys are, are still there, and they're gonna. You know, Keep that team afloat. They they've added a little bit of hitting. I think the Mets uh, are on pace to be one of the better hitting teams in the league this year. So okay. you combine that with the, that those young arms and some of them coming to fruition, I think that'll keep them afloat and they'll threaten for 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 a little bit. Two wild cards are the Brewers. Uh, I happen to agree with you there. I think that outfield is bananas. Uh, Kane, uh, I don't know what, where Yelich stands. Uh, you said he was out already, but uh, if he comes back, 
and plays a good portion of the year. You got Kane, Yelich, and Braun. That's scary. Yeah, that is nasty. That's scary. So uh, that's that's a good portion of your lineup right there. And uh, if they get get going, man, they can. That's a that's a trio that can carry a team for a season in some form or fashion. Uh, my other wild card is the San Francisco Giants. Uh, from what I've been reading and seeing uh, in, in a lot of the publications and, and the predictions, a lot of people think that the San Francisco Giants got a, a bunch of players a year too late. But I don't. I think they're going to have enough to make a wild card run. Longoria and uh, why is his name still in my mind? My guy from Pittsburgh. Um Um, Tox got Andrew, Kutch, Kutch, Andrew McCutcheon. So, oh. you know, I think those two still have a little bit left in the tank and can mm-hmm. do something and can do something for San Francisco. Coming out of the National League, the Dodgers. <laughs> um, I just. Of course. I mean, but. Go ahead, just say it. Just say it. They beat you last year. Hey, hey. <laughs> we tell you okay, we, we took a we took a year off, okay? Yes, we. We took a year off. We were tired. We said, uh, give it to somebody else. And then the people that beat us, we took from them. We took you Darvish. Okay? You Darvish was pure garbage in the playoffs. Hey, he was tipping his pitches, okay? They ain't gonna let that happen no more. Okay, back up off my man's like that. He gonna be all right. Yeah, the Dodgers are gonna win the National League, and spite, spite all the boys. Just let go of the spite, brother. I'm making a reasonable baseball prediction here. <laughs> all right. Well, I ain't gonna say anything. The American League challenges me. Um, I love the Astros. I love what they're doing baseball-wise. Yeah. Um, they kind of use the same formula, a similar formula as the Cubs, but no disrespect, I think they did it a little better. Um, <laughs> oh, God. What is this? What is going on right now? Are you just trying to find every little like knife just to poke at my side? What what is going on right now? No, see here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So if you if you look at the way the system that, that was used, they both use similar systems, bottom out, build up your, your minor league system. Okay. And get, and get three, four, five guys out of that system that are just unbelievable, which is the same thing the Cubs, same thing the Astros did. I think what makes the difference is the pitching that the Cubs, you know, they both believe in, for the most part, buying their pitching. The pitching that the Cubs got isn't as good as the pitching that the Astros got. The Astros bought better pitchers. (sighs) Okay. I'm I'm not I'm not doing this with you, brother. So you got so you got so you got you. You got you, Darvish. Oh yes, we got you. You know, 
You got, Tyler Chatwood is also a very under the radar pick because his uh, splits away from Colorado, which everybody knows is a hidden part, and uh, he he's beast. He's got a a, a wealth of uh, pitches as well, man. He's good, so look out for him. Every Rockies pitcher has better splits away from Colorado. Hey, brother, I'm just letting you know he is going to be a very good under the radar pick for a number five pitcher. He can be a number two on most teams. Just saying, man. The Astros have Gary Cole now. They still got Verlander. And they have Dallas Keuchel. Yeah. And McCullers. And Lance McCullers. Yeah, I, I give it to them. They have a lot of talent, bro. They're like, pitching as well. Then who? The Cubs. Oh, my goodness. You don't think so? They may have better young pitchers, but overall I think the experience that the Cubs pitchers have will outdo them. Uh, if it was a if it was a, a head-to-head matchup, you is very talented. I think you has some of the best pitches in the game, to be honest with you. I thought, thought that, I thought that last year, but I just think that uh, – Experience will beat that up. If they were going against each other for the World Series, I think the Cubs would would handle them. I don't think it would be as easy as you think. I think and, – and that being said, as much as I love what Houston has done, I still don't think they're coming out of the American League. Yeah, probably not. It might be the Yankees, man. Steve Empire. So this is the first time that I can think of maybe ever that I've actually liked the Yankees. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't like them Yankees back when Jeter was playing. I, I I did despise them. I mean, they were the big evil empire for a reason. I mean, they 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 just dominated for a long time. So usually you don't get down with teams like that. You like the underdog. I've always liked the underdog status. You know, even when the Cubs were the lovable losers before they got legitimately good, I loved it. But, yeah, the Yankees, everything about them just bothered me. But I I, I get down with the Yankees now. I like what they're doing. So now I have Yankees-Dodgers in the World Series, and you're talking about historic level everything. You know, all the stories come out for these two franchises. The ratings are going to be out of the roof because you're on opposite coast with the big markets. Baseball is just salivating over this, right? Yeah. And that's what's going to actually happen. And the Yankees are going to win the World Series. All the money will pay off. You might be right. Uh, if I'm going to step out of my biased biasness for the Cubs for a minute, if it was anybody else, I think it would be them, you know? And that would be a really nice matchup. So now let's let's look at some of the the obvious uh, postseason awards. Who do you think is MVP this year in both leagues? Hmm. Let's see. In the AL, it might be somebody off of Houston. Might be the little guy. Guy. He might he might take it. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Jose Altuve. Like Altuve, yeah, I'm gonna go with Jose. I, I I really like his game nonstop. He's 
he, he grinds it out. Uh, but in the NL, might be Bryce Harper. Might mm. He's starting off really well, too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's money time for Bryce. Yeah. He is, this is like his, uh, his year before the big contract, which, by the way, <laughs> the Cubs will give him. Just want to throw that in there. Yeah, it's, it's very possible. Um, grew up with Chris Bryant. Grew up with Chris Bryant, so. And there's a lot of speculation that that's where he'll go. Yeah, one can dream. We'll see. Wouldn't it be interesting? Wouldn't it be interesting if the evil empire opened that wallet? Oh, my goodness. And you have Judge Stanton and Bryce Harper in your outfield. Yeah, that that uh that uh that would probably be honestly the greatest lineup, not the greatest lineup, the greatest outfield ever assembled. And and I, I I've heard a lot of people. I have other friends who are Cub fans, and I've heard them say, "Well, you know, why by them getting Stanton, that means that they're probably not going to go after Harper." And I'm like, "Oh, contraire. Yeah. You can't pretend that just because they spent that money on going to spend that money on Stanton, they're going to spend money on Judge that they're not going to be able to afford and make back the money that they will spend on Bryce Harper. Exactly. Yeah, I I think it's very possible. Man, look, New York Yankees do what they want. Okay, so it's not out the realm of possibility. I just don't want it to happen. I would rather he he come to Chicago, but it's it's possible, and that would be nasty. I I don't think that there would be an even even close second to what kind of outfield that would be. I mean, who else in the history of the the baseball can can put up like compared to that outfield if it was if it happened? I I just don't see it. I don't even remember an outfield that would be that good. Nothing in recent history. Nothing in recent history I can think of. No. Maybe two. Two outfielders that were good, but not all three. That were just at the top of their game. I mean, literally, like, three of the best, probably top three home run hitters in the game. Stan, when he gets a hold of one, you already know it's gone. Judge is the same way. And then Bryce Harper is the same way. Like, you literally have probably three of the top four power hitters in the game all on one team if that would happen. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Now, as for uh, MVPs, I want to say Trout, but I just just think that, I mean, he had he has the greatness. Mike yeah. Trout has the greatness. I just don't, I don't think. I feel about Mike Trout right now the way I feel about Devin Booker. Uh, Mike Trout is better at his at his sport than Devin Booker is, obviously. But Mike Trout has to get. I know he's in L.A., so to speak. He has to get away from that thing. Man, that's a beautiful comparison. That's a perfect comparison. It's like you're wasting your time, just like KG. He has to get away from that team. I just. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see it. It the Angels aren't the Dodgers. Yeah. They're like a, a second tier 
<clears throat> Excuse me. The Angels aren't the Dodgers. Um, you know, he could be legendary no matter where he goes. You know, he could finish his career with them and still be legendary, but he's got to get out. <clears throat> yeah, but do you honestly think that they're going to let him go? I mean, they're already kind of building up around him. They give him a little bit better talent. Show your time showing out, you know. And then, you know, he still got a, a, a aging pools, but still good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they would be willing to do that. Pools isn't good. Um, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad right now. Um, I think it's over for Pujols. He really? got a lot of he got a lot of numbers last year, but those are those empty numbers, those Albert Bell numbers. Hmm. But uh, MVP AL, I'm gonna say Aaron Judge might win the MVP. Yeah. He's going to see pitches. I think there's one guy on that team now that they're more afraid of than Aaron Judge. So Aaron Judge is going to see some pitches. And he he may make the best of it. You're uh, right. If not him, I'm, I may side with you with Altuve. One, one of those infielders, Altuve or Carrera, Carlos Carrera is uh, – He's a good one. Oh, well, NL, NL MVP. I'm going to agree with you on Bryce Harper. Bryce is in the money year, man. It's, he's he's going he's gonna to go out and try to try to push that, that price point up as high as he can with his play. And he's very capable of doing that. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, it, it, uh, it, it, it's it's going to be nice. It's going to be real nice. I, I, I'm, I'm – I think that Altuve, if Altuve was just a little bit tall, I'm trying to think, how tall is Altuve? Like five, seven. I don't know. I just think, man, if that man was a little bit taller, that dude would be probably the best player in the league, in my humble opinion. Yeah, he, he, he does a lot for his size. Now, Cy Young's. I don't understand why Washington doesn't do more. They, um, they do have the great, great pictures, yeah. Scherzer's there, and he, he could do it. A three ERA is the most foreign thing, foreign thing to Clayton Kershaw. It's like if he had a 3.00 ERA, which is very good for a pitcher, yeah. it would feel like a failure for Clayton Kershaw. And I think that may count against him. But I think a pitcher's going to, like, come out of nowhere and win the Cy Young. Let's go with uh, Syndergaard for the Mets. Noah Syndergaard, yeah. It seems like that dude is always throwing 98 or or, or above on his fastball. Smoke, man. Freaking (laughs) Thor. Hmm, NL. Yeah, I, I always look to the Washington Nationals when we're talking about Cy Young, you know, because you got those boys over there. So if it isn't Kershaw, I will go with either yeah, Scherzer or – hmm. You may think I'm being biased, but I think 
uh, a sleeper pick would be either Kyle Hendricks or you Darvish, but you has to he's got to get himself back on track. Uh, that wasn't a good good first first start. Uh, but realistically, it's either Scherzer or or, or uh, Kershaw out of the NL. AL, who you got? Hmm. AL, 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 AL. Red Sox have Chris Sale. The Astros have Dallas Keuchel. Hmm. The Indians have Corey Kluber. It's going to be one of them three. I really think so. One of them three, yeah. Why? Who am I missing? You sound like you got somebody that I didn't say. No, no, I mean, you, you cool. You would have never guessed the guy I think is going to win it anyway. So my surprise AL wild card pick is the Toronto Blue Jays. And that's because Marcus Stroman is going to win the Cy Young. Really? Wow. That is a pick. I mean, I like Stroman. I know about him, but no, I definitely wouldn't have called that in a million years. Not over all the other ones. Just yeah. too many other talented pitchers stacked up against him. But, man, that would be nice. I think he's going to have a Chicago out. native? Um, not sure. I can look it up. Okay. I, I could have sworn he was from Chicago. I could be wrong. <laughs> New York guy. Okay. That's probably where it is. Okay. Got you. He's a New York guy. But, um. I think I think he's going to have a nice breakout year, breakout season, and it's going to manifest itself in a Cy Young. And uh, so, yeah, I definitely like the uh, the Blue Jays team, man. They always have had a really high powered offense for the last couple of years. Love my my, my boy Batista. Uh, I do like that team. How they, how they, how they set up so. That could be that could be a possibility. So yeah, so baseball baseball shapes up shapes up to be pretty good uh, this year for the local flavor though. Um, Cubs have a good team. You, know, you, you can't you got to call it what it is. The Cubs have a good team from top to bottom. Um, Ian Happ. So how how are they going to manage that? Is uh is Ian Happ playing? Outfield, or is he gonna play second base, or how well, are they all, I don't think you can take you. You have to put your most talented or your best lineup on defense out there most times. You know, Joe Madden does a lot of mixing and matching and switching players up and going to different positions, which I think is very valuable. You know, and it, and it helps others to be more prepared and more more valuable on a team when they can be used in just more than one spot. Uh, but uh, Ian Happ, in my opinion, needs to stay in the outfield. Javi Baez, there's no better defensive player almost in the league, in my opinion, uh, than Javier Baez with what he does. He is an amazing player, not just with the flair, but his actual ability to play defense. So uh, I would always, always, always keep him at second base or switch it up at shortstop, him and Addison Russell. Uh, those are your two top defensive players for that middle infield. So you're you're putting Hap in center. 
Yeah, I'm putting Happ in center. Way I'm a, I'm gonna have him come into the infield when I already got two really really good defensive players there, and I'm not gonna take them out of the lineup unless Javi Baez just absolutely sucking at the plate. Because you know sometimes he gets into his his streaks where he just is horrible. He has no plate discipline. He swings at everything, and uh, he pretty much is just good for his defense. Then that's when I would switch it up, give him a few days off, give him a week off, play Hap at second because Hap can play good defense and, you know, he can kind of be a little bit more consistent with his bat. Okay. Yeah, man, I mean, I, the Cubs are talented. They they have a lot of good ball players. I really like Chris Bryant as a baseball player. Um. My concern for the Cubs is the pitching, especially Lester. I don't know how much longer he can pitch at a certain level. Um, oh, you must have not watched the game tonight, then, brother, because uh, he 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 shut out the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Went, I think, seven or eight strong innings. Didn't give up a run. That's fine. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. Hey, 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 hey. It's cold. It's cold. So. Cold or not. Okay. Cold weather favors pitching. So. Oh, okay. That's. That's my concern. I don't know if Kyle Hendricks, even though he's a, he's pretty much a, a ground ball pitcher. Can he keep up the same pace he has? For the past that he's done in the past year and a half, um, absolutely, absolutely. I'll answer that for you. No need to guess. You know, you just you just worry about our uh, old man James Earl Shields on your side of town. Okay? <laughs> I like Quintana, obviously. Uh, I like. Of course, thank you, thank you. By the way, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It'll it'll come back to bite you next year. I like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like Quintana. I like I like the acquisition of Darvish. And I like the fact that you all didn't hold on to a plummeting Jake Arietta. I gotta check out what he's doing over there in uh Philadelphia. Cause uh I think uh he was having. A, he had a couple of good good starts already, if I'm not mistaken. That's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, it's the one Philadelphia team that doesn't matter. Um, as for the White Sox, I don't expect you to uh, shower them with flowers, so I'll do it. Um, oh no, I will give flowers <laughs> at their funeral. <laughs> I don't. I don't expect much. The only reason I have the White Sox third in the AL Central is because the Royals and Tigers are so bad uh, that the White Sox are just going to eat off these guys, even though they blew one to the Tigers today. Um, they're going to eat off of them and and, and kind of stay somewhat afloat because you're playing more games against trash. Uh, James Shields, if – if he allows less than five runs in six innings, I'm content. It's bad to say, but I mean, he's he's gasolina. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Kopech. And um, Kopech is, I don't know if they're going to try to bring him up later on this year or they're going to wait. Uh, Giolito, I think, is they're going to have going this year. Waiting on Rondon to come back this year. See what Former does. I'm starting to think that Former isn't as good as he had originally been projected to be. Really? Um, I personally would not hesitate to trade Former to somebody that thought they could do something with him. I, I think I think that that might have been a miss. I think Former is going to top out as a number three starter at best. But if why not, wouldn't that be a good thing, though? Because, I mean, you already got Giolito, Kopech. I mean, those are going to be your top stars. Pick. He's a, he was one. Pick? I mean, if you, can, if you can get something back for him from a team and, and sell him, it's like, hey, this guy was a number nine pick. Go for it. I just I don't I don't like what I've seen of Carson Palmer. I could be hasty, but I just I don't I don't like what I've seen of him. We we'll give him a little bit more time, man. Just let get let him adjust. Where did Fulmer come from? Vanderbilt, I think. Oh, yeah, Vanderbilt or Wake Forest, one of them. And um, it was, it's like his fourth year. It's like it's okay. So you know he's. he's 25-26, if you ain't figured it out by now, if you ain't got it by now, you just ain't getting it. Um, the hitting, uh, Moncada has to be a little more disciplined at the plate. Um, I'm just, I'm waiting. They're, they're, they got those young bats, man, in the, in the minor leagues, and I just, I can't wait to see them. I really can't. Uh, Robert um, is coming. And um, who's my other guy? He was tearing the cover off the ball in spring training. Matt Davidson? Um, no, Matt Davidson's good for now. It's the um, the other, I think it's the other Dominican kid. Elon Jimenez or Michael Robert? Yeah. Jimenez. Yeah, you got him from the Cubs, man. I, I was yeah. mad when they gave him up. He's going to be nice. Yeah, so Eloy and Luis Robert, Lou Bob, uh, I can't, I can't wait for him to come up. Uh, I think you, we need to put Moncada. I don't think he's a leadoff hitter like they got him right now. I think he's a number two guy. Hopefully, can develop into a three or a five, and then you, you start to fill in some of the other pieces. I like Tim Anderson, I really do. Yeah, but I think, I think he needs to settle down a little bit. You know, get his bearings again. Um, he got paid, and I think that may have affected him a little bit. Yeah. But he, if he just settles down and finds his way again, he'll be good. So I, I see a lot in the future. I think that next year is the season that I, – I don't think this is a World Series challenge next year, but I do see a wild card division challenge next year. Okay. But for now, you know, just got to deal with the growing pains that are going to come with this team. And um, if they can find a way, and, and I know it's going to be very difficult, if they can find a way 
to get someone to take James Shields at the trade deadline and see some value in having a guy that can give you three good innings before it all blows up. Call it wishful thinking. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know how much you would get back. What are you expecting back from that, though? Uh, loaf of bread. Well, hey, if it's pumpernickel, then by all means, go ahead. Ugh. Okay, I'll take pumpernickel. <laughs> a, uh, a, a sourdough rye. Yeah, anything, anything, a wet blanket. Anything. Uh, a used uh, PVC pipe. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Sister Jean's glasses. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I'm not going to get into the uh, what will we for shields for contest. <laughs> Sounds like I uh, won that one. Fly that up. <laughs> <laughs> but real quick before we uh close out, uh wanna get into a little NBA chatter. Okay. The Western Conference is bananas. Um the Eastern Conference is sold up. Your top eight is all is already sold up. I, there may be some some positioning that can be had, but uh your top eight teams are locked. That's for the Western Conference. There are still 11 teams who have an opportunity to make the playoffs uh, as we speak this evening. Uh, Some of that may change in in as as little as a few minutes, but there's still uh, 10, 11 teams right there that can make the playoffs. So um, who do you hope makes the playoffs? What matchups would you like to see? And who do you actually think is going to make the playoff? Well, in the West, you got Houston at the top with Golden State. I think those two are very, you know, they already locked in there. Uh, Then you got Portland, Utah, San Antonio, Oklahoma, Minnesota, and New Orleans. Now, obviously, in connection with the Bulls, I hope New Orleans – loses out more so than wins and drops out of the playoffs because they're right there on the edge because Denver, who is playing the Timberwolves uh, very closely right now, it's 60-54 tonight. So that game is definitely an important one because they're a game apart from each other. This is is fun, man. This is fun because it keeps everyone interested. I mean, you you got about 10, 11 teams, like you said, that are right in the thick of it that – you know, are still in this Western Conference hunt for the playoffs. So uh, I would want Denver to to get in. I really like their team. You know, I, I, I like the young guys. I love Murray, love Jokic. Uh, Gary Harris, to me, is uh, making himself into a really good player. Another dud by the Bulls that they traded. Uh, him and Yusef Nurkic, who uh, is also carving out a role in Portland. So uh, I'm mad about that because they gave them up for, I believe, Doug Mc- McDermott, right? Yep. Dougie McBuckets, huh? Yeah, how did that turn out? Anyway, before I get mad, uh, 
Minnesota, let's see, Denver, Minnesota, Oklahoma, San Antonio, Utah, Portland, Golden State, Houston. Those are my eight teams that are going to come out of the West. I would love to see a Denver and uh, Rockets matchup. Obviously, the Rockets probably will blow them out of the water, but I think that will be a good learning experience for uh, Denver and the the young guys uh, to get their feet wet. Uh, The most important matchup that I see would be Minnesota and Golden State right off the bat, the seventh seed versus the second seed. I would really love to see that in the first round. So that 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 that's 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 how I see it uh shaping out in the West. Yeah, the the West the West is like a murderer's row right now. Um obviously I hope to see the Pelicans drop out as well for the sake of the hometown Bulls. Um but A D is playing unbelievable basketball. It's like, you know, he's trying to will these guys into the playoffs. And, you know, you also have support from other guys. The now beardless Nikola Miritich. <laughs> Little boy. He looks like Daffy Duck with the beak shot off. <laughs> I actually haven't seen a picture or anything of him yet. I, I can only imagine he looks weird now. You got to check it out. Man. It's, it's, it's weird. And maybe just me not being used to it, but it's, it's one of the weirdest things I've seen in the last couple wow. of months. Um wow. I, I think that the top two will hold serve. Quiet as it's kept, even though the Trailblazers are locked into the playoffs, they aren't locked into that three seed. Um, they've lost two in a row, and they're only two games up on Utah with three left to play. Yeah. So, you know, they can – if there's going to keep reeling, Utah can step in. Utah is hot, and Donovan Mitchell is carrying that team. Um, and just when I thought that Ben Simmons was with the 12-game winning streak, that Ben Simmons was going to snatch that rookie of the year away, right yeah. down the stretch, here comes Donovan Mitchell, man. And, and he's, got, he's got a lot to show for his year. Uh, by having these boys hot at the end of the year, when it's when it's winning time, trying to make that push in that tough Western Conference. Um, yeah, he can't be stopped. The Thunder don't really pose much of if the, if if it stays as is. I think the Thunder can beat the Trailblazers. Um, I don't think it's going to stay as is. Um, I think the Nuggets will find a way to sneak in. Yeah. And it may be at the expense of the Thunder. Really? It may be. I can't see the Thunder schedule right now. But if they lose two and the Nuggets win two, you know, that that changes the whole dynamic. Jimmy came back to try to get the Timberwolves locked into the playoffs. How about the Spurs, man? For the first time in, what, 18 years, not going to get 50 wins? You know what? That – you should have seen that coming because, I mean, sustained success. They they've they haven't experienced any kind of adversity for a very long time. I mean, 
that 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 was bound to happen eventually, just over 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 this this span of time. I'm more worried about if Kawhi is going to stay there or not. And I, I I'm not sure he will. I'm not sure he will. He's having uh some trust issues with that medical staff, and it's it's understandable. And you're seeing more and more of these players having their own doctors or, you know, or going to their, they're getting second opinions uh, with the, with the physicians of some of their friends in the league and things like that. Because, you know, when you go to the team doctor, it's the team doctor. So the team's doctor has, you know, the team's interest, the organization's interest at heart. So he's not thinking about the player. If you can limp into a playoff game and, and, and do something for the team, of course the doctors are going to be like, yeah, you're good, you know. So, you know, a lot of these players are, are taking it upon themselves, especially after that Isaiah Thomas thing last year where the team yeah. doctor told him, okay, you're good to play, and he messed his hip up even more. So a lot of guys are, are way more cautious now and, and getting second opinions outside of the team doctor. I wish they the, wish the players from the Chicago Bulls uh, teams a few years back had done that as opposed to just trusting whatever was there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, these players are wising up and taking some more independence. I'm, I'm actually not not against this, you know, what, what Kawhi is doing because he's saying, look, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel stable uh, playing on this injury. I'm going to get a second opinion. I can't trust your guy. Your guy wants me to play. Yeah, I, I would I would get a second opinion too. You know, you gotta you gotta be careful with your body. You know, it's not a it's not a joke. So I, I I'm I'm with what he's doing. And uh if he, he doesn't trust their staff, hey, <laughs> come on to Chicago. We'll treat you right, brother. You know, that's that's your body is your moneymaker at this point. You're a professional athlete. Yeah, you're nothing without a, a healthy body, man. So, you know, the best to Kawhi, and I uh, you know, hope it works out whatever way he wants it to. But you got to gotta look out for your body. But it has – that adversity, like you said, has affected the Spurs. But the remarkable thing is they're still a playoff team. Um, they're going to get close to 50 wins without their best player. You know, Greg Popovich could coach a high school team to the playoffs. <laughs> Don't get carried away. Well, what do the Spurs have right now? Hey, I'm just saying. I, I don't know if uh, the uh, the Peoria Central uh, Barons are going to uh, make it to the Western Conference. You may have a point. But Pop is good. <laughs> no, nah, you're right, though. He, he, can, he can coach a team, man. But um, it's going to be exciting down the stretch to see what unfolds in the West. Uh, as for the uh, tank standings updates, the Bulls have once again uh, been terrible and ruining their draft status by winning three games in a row and two against teams they shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, only the Bulls. Only the one and only. Hey, man. It's in Chicago. We're going to get that 1.8% chance of getting the top pick again, and then 
voila, it's going to happen. They know something we don't. They don't care anymore. They're going to get a top pick anyway. Yeah, we got Adam Silver to blame for this, man. Why did the Bulls sign Sean Kilpatrick? I actually like him. I think for the long run and the long haul, I think he's a nice pickup for like a bench, you know, role role player who can come off, give you a really instant spark off the bench. But I mean, yeah, for now, it seems like they're just kind of thwarted our plans to to lose again. But uh, hey, he may not he may not be on this team next year. I hope he is. That's a nice piece. But if he's not, how how? Goofy was it to sign him? I mean, he he does literally does one thing well. He scores the best. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, they gave him a three year contract, right? I don't know. Did they? <laughs> they actually signed him to a multi year contract. I just thought about that. He's not just a uh, you know prove it player on the team. I think he's actually there for for a minute. So. He might be around, bro. I have to go back and check, but I believe he had a three-year contract given to him. I just know he ruined the Washington game. Yeah. Him and his 19-point quarters. Hey. I'm looking to the future, brother. If if I, I, All I can say is him and Larry Marketing, man. Larry been showing out. I can't wait for that dude to get in the gym, get a whole offseason season on his skills, he's going to be a beast. Well, I'm glad you like Sean Kilpatrick because he could be the difference uh, between Porter and the wrong bridges. The wrong bridges, huh? It's all good. It's all good. I told you, man, We it's in Chi-Town. They're going to fix it in a way where we're going to get a top pick, brother. We're going to move right on up to the deluxe apartment in the sky. Are they are they doing the lottery here though? They're just doing the draft here, right? Oh, I'm sorry. The the draft is here, right? You're right. So yeah. So, yeah. By the time they get here, they won't have to fix anything. It'll already be too late. Well, since they know it's in Chicago, they'll they'll find a way to uh, appease the city. Okay. Come on now, treat us right. That's all I can say. Silver owes the Bulls. You doggone right. But all right, man, it's been another great episode of the Stay Ice Podcast. Uh, one thing I have been neglecting to do on the podcast is uh, throwing out some propers. Uh, we can oh, be yeah. contacted on Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter page is Stay Ice Podcast. Uh, at Stay Ice Podcast, of course, on Twitter. I'm still mulling over the Instagram thing. I'll probably uh, make that thing come to life uh, very soon. And uh, I've been Chris. He's been Jordan. Yes, sir. Holla back at you. All right, bro.